Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is the best of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, let's bring in Alex Marvez at Alex Marvez. Uh, Alex, which is better, peanut butter or jelly? Oh, you got to go with peanut butter, I think. I, I just, think. I've, I really have gotten just murdered on this argument, but I'm not going to give up jelly. I'm not the kind well, of guy who these colors it, don't run. Little, but it's like so runny. You know what I mean? Like at least peanut butter is like more solid. Are you a biscuits guy? Uh, used to be to the keto diet. What is the keto? Oh, see, this diet. Everybody's got their different diet. What's this diet, diet called? The keto diet is the no carb uh, type diet. No, well, you can keto, have like keto Ecuador. Or what's what's the where's the what's the word you're using there? Ketosis K-E-T-O. is what it stands for. K e t o. Oh, ketosis. Okay. Yeah. How it's much like weight Atkins have you lost? Except without all the pills, and uh, you can have caffeine. Didn't Atkins die of heart disease? Well, yeah, but you know that—that's like it, it's not a great selling point for his diet. I would yeah. say, you know, death. You're going to die of heart disease is not the diet you want to go on. Yeah, pretty much, but you know, again, he was also dealing with tools from the 1960s, 70s, 80s, if you know what I mean. And, and that's sort of when this Atkins, the Atkins diet got popularized. I think ultimately it would have evolved into the keto diet or the paleo diet or diets like that. Uh, you know, limiting the carbohydrates and things like that. But getting back to your original point, yes, I did like biscuits. Biscuits are amazing. Biscuits, biscuits and jelly are amazing. All right, so tell me what's going on with Ben Roethlisberger. Like, why is he going on and throwing other quarterbacks under the bus? Why is he even doing a local radio interview in Pittsburgh? Uh, there's not a lot of stories out there, but we haven't even talked about this. But he basically said, I mean, what, what's the story there? He was saying he wasn't going to mentor his backup. He was saying they seemed like they made a mistake. One of the other guys on the quarterback roster is going to get released. Uh, it seems like he's kind of going after the uh, the you know kind of upper management there. What's the story? 
Well, it continues to go after upper management and everyone else but Ben, right? And Well, first, you know, he went on 93.7 in Pittsburgh because Ron Cook, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette columnist, has an incredibly good relationship with Ben. In fact, that's the guy who's he's Ben's go-to guy, basically, in the media. And, you know, nothing wrong with that in Ron's part. Great job for him cultivating that relationship. So, you know, the more you hear Ben talk, the less you just want to see him play football. I mean, you know, the more you want to see him play football, the less you want to hear him talk, right? And you say something like this, and you scorch earth. You know, okay, look, I get it. You're not happy that they drafted a quarterback because you think that that draft pick could have been used to try to help you get to a Super Bowl and could have been used on a different position. But this is also Ben talking out both sides of his mouth because he's talking about retirement at this time last year. And if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you want to be ready to have a replacement you know, if need be. And and this also is a, a pretty damning statement on Josh Dobbs, by the way, who somehow has been able to slide through all this, but you don't draft mid-round quarterbacks like the Steelers have if you thought there's something to develop in Josh Dobbs. And clearly they don't think there is at this point. Otherwise, you're not drafting Mason Rudolph. So it, it's just, but it's all self-centered, Ben. And, you know, look, he's been taking shots at the Steelers organization for a while. Think about last year. Whose fault was it on the goal line for that interception against the Patriots? Well, I didn't, I didn't get the play call on right, and then they wouldn't let me audible, things like this and you know he threw Todd Haley under the bus and backed it up you could hear the beeping you know afterwards and but it's a Steelers team play they can't get out of their own way they cause their own drama all of the time and it ended up costing them last year because they overlooked the Jags interesting indeed what else is out there from your perspective that's worth paying attention to now that we got the draft done now that we've got you know frankly several months of kind of just hanging out Brady showed up at the Met Gala dressed like a bullfighter <laughs> yesterday with Giselle uh did you see that picture I mean that was it's silly picture. I know it's, like it's so silly. Tom Brady we, he also had a turtleneck on he looked like a bullfighter who had also just like stole a ton of like a billion dollars of bitcoin um and uh and he's just like you know maybe he's going Jordan there he just wants to look as ridiculous as possible while still wanting everybody to emulate him what is uh what's the story with Brady and Belichick is there any well, that's drama old. that's going to resolve itself well, no. I mean, well, listen, and, and Tom going on last week with Jim Gray, his self-picked interviewee himself. Notice a trend here, by the way, uh, you know, to talk about how he pleads the fifth as to whether yes. uh, the New England Patriots truly took, you know, uh, if he's appreciated by the Patriots. Tom Brady, with all these quarterbacks getting these big money contracts, I mean, he is so grossly underpaid as far as, you know, base salary goes. It's remarkable. And you could say what you want. Oh, well, he's married to a supermodel and this and that. TB12 likes to get paid. TB12 is all about TB12, and he's the only quarterback right now in the NFL starting quarterback who isn't part of his team's offseason program. Think about that. You know, and what is this, and how does this leave players when it comes to like, okay, if you're in the Patriots organization and you're playing offense, well, who do you want to piss off less? Do you want to go train with Tom and do you use his program uh, because, you know, Tom is into it and then Tom's going to, you know, you're going to be a favorite son with him on offense, but then you're going to, you're going to, uh, you know, scorn Belichick. So then if you, if you go and you stay in the Patriots workout program, everything's great for you there, but you're also not working out with Tom Brady and forming those bonds that all those players are under this program. That's the problem that the Patriots are having right now with what Brady has done. I mean, it's clear there's a derision between Belichick and Brady. It's the type of thing that can cause a franchise to crumble from within. I still don't know who in the AFC can step up and beat these guys. Brady's still going to be a professional. I'm not saying it's, it's the end of days for the Patriots, but this is how things fall apart. They've never had this before during the Belichick-Brady era. And, you know, you have to start to wonder if the Patriots redo Brady's contract, much like they're apparently negotiating with Rob Gronkowski to give him a four shekels. Gronk isn't around the offseason program either. If that will help mend these fences or if they're just permanently torn down. Good stuff, as always, Alex Marvez. We will talk to you next week. Sounds great.
Thanks. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. We're confident now we're going to have a good segment. Rich Greenfield at Rich BTIG hopping on with us right now. If you missed this news, and a lot of you may have because it happened yesterday afternoon around, I don't know, 6 o'clock Eastern, Reuters breaking the news story that what this guy had been anticipating to happen was going to happen. Comcast making a significant run, reportedly, at trying to put together enough uh, money uh, to be able to get funding to make an all-cash bid for the 21st Century Fox assets that have already been announced to be headed towards Disney. What happens here, Rich? And thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Clay. I mean, look, this is... There are not a lot of... Uh, great assets left on the chessboard, especially big global assets that span sports. You know, look at Fox Sports, look at all the regional sports networks, look at Sky and Sky Sports over in Europe. This is a really unique asset. You know, AT&T is in the process of buying Time Warner. We think they win that court battle and that deal closes over the course of, let's just say, the next six weeks. Viacom and CBS are in the process of getting together. There's just not a lot of other you know, great assets sitting out there. And so this is a really unique opportunity. I think it's too attractive for Comcast to pass up. And Comcast doesn't want Disney getting that much stronger. Disney plus Fox is a dangerous combination if you're sitting there at Comcast on the cable side of the equation. Not to mention the studio would dwarf the Universal studio when you put Disney and Fox together. So I think there's a lot of reasons why Comcast not only wants to stop Disney from getting bigger, but also wants to globally diversify its own business by buying Fox and Sky. So what happens here? Do you believe that Comcast... So you gave an interesting prediction there that AT&T and the Time Warner merger is going to be able to happen, and that was one of the reasons why, even though Comcast bid more money, uh, the Fox board decided to go with Disney for their bid on these assets. What do you think happens? Do we get into a bidding contest here? Does Disney walk away? What do these stock prices do today when they open? Uh, This is a blockbuster potential deal that has implications and impacts all around. Here's the other thing. Do any of the uh, real-world Game of Thrones. Yeah. No, it's amazing. Do do Facebook, uh, Amazon, Netflix, any of these companies, Google, decide to step in and bid on these assets too before all is said and done? How does this end? What's going to happen? Look, I think that if you're sitting there at Comcast, what you're doing now is you're waiting for the AT&T decision to come down. That'll probably happen in four to five weeks. As long as that's a green light, meaning that closes, the judge approves the deal and lets the deal close, I think essentially you bid the next day. And you know, if you think about what were the problems when Comcast tried to buy Fox you know, late last year, there were two main reasons that the Murdochs chose Disney. One is they were worried about the regulatory risk. They said they were, quote-unquote, surprised by the AT&T Time Warner legal battle. And then, two, they didn't like the Comcast stock currency. So, one, obviously, the regulatory piece is being dealt with by the court, and we think that ends favorably. How do you eliminate the currency issue? Well, you lever up, and as you mentioned in your intro, you use cash, all cash, and you use a ton of cash. And so you top Disney's all-stock bid, with a massive all-cash bid, and you really make it difficult for the Murdochs and their shareholders to say no. First of all, when, you, know, you mentioned a bunch of the tech companies, uh, FANG stocks. You know, when you look at the performance of those stocks over the last several years versus Disney, 
you know, taking cash and then investing however you want to invest seems like it would end up with a better outcome for the Murdochs than, you know, simply sitting in a large media company, which is facing all of the headwinds that we've talked about on your show before. So how do you think this happens? I mean, Disney has not typically gotten beat in one of these situations where they're trying to buy somebody that they're interested in. Bob well, that's Iger a really sees- interesting point. Disney's yeah. never been in a bidding war. Yeah, I can't remember in 23 years of following this industry, I don't ever remember Disney in an all-out bidding war. Comcast has been in several bidding wars. Disney's never been in that situation. They're usually kind of the only buyer, and it kind of happens overnight. It's a done deal. Think of Comcast. Think of Cap City's ABC. Think of Marvel, Lucasfilms, Pixar. There was no competitive situation for any of those assets. So this is really sort of uncharted territory for Disney. And so, look, I, I don't know. If Disney wants to win, they obviously could turn to an all-cash bid and do a very, um, a very big bid. But that just ha- isn't typically the way Disney operates. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I think this is really kind of, I wouldn't say it's checkmate, because Disney certainly has the ability to come over the top. But this really kind of puts Disney in check if Comcast makes this move. It's going to put Disney into that uncomfortable decision, either having to spend way more than they thought and be far more levered than they thought, or lose. What does the stock market do today when these companies open? Disney is reporting earnings. And so uh, the, the, the kind of Game of Thrones aspect of me said, man, Comcast leaked this today because Disney's offer is almost all stock, right? Or a large percentage of it. Disney and is Dis- all stock. Yeah, Disney stock is going to go down today, I would imagine, because a lot of people out there are going to say, oh, man, now if Disney gets these assets, they're going to have to overpay, which makes Comcast's cash bid potentially mm-hmm. look that much better. This was. Do you think this was intentionally leaked by Comcast? Um, I certainly think the timing that you raise is very interesting and you know, puts Disney in, a, in an uncomfortable position and certainly shifts the argument over the next 24 hours. Disney earnings seem secondary now to what happens with the asset they covet and are they going to be able to win and what's their, what's, their, what's their interest in a bidding war? Because it's very clear there is a bidding war. And sometimes, as you well know, the t- you know it's a, it's a cliche, but it makes sense. You can win the battle and lose the war. What is paying too much actually end up happening here in terms of these assets have a value. Disney pegged that value lower than Comcast did, but they felt really good. Bob Iger did. This is kind of his swan song, his walk-off shot that's going to be defining him at Disney forever. Is ego involved here now in a big way for Bob Iger, given the fact that he thinks he's got these assets and he thinks he's protected Disney for the next 20 years if Comcast steps in? You know, look, I, I've kind of been surprised from early on that this, you know, as as Disney looked across the whole media landscape, knowing that they sort of are facing this threat from direct-to-consumer businesses like Netflix and kind of online mobile advertising businesses like Facebook and Google, we were sort of surprised that the asset that they chose was a, was a legacy media asset uh, versus going into the gaming sector or going out and buying something like Twitter or you know, Spotify, there were so many kind of, if you wanted to lean into the future, you know, kind of the Jeff Bezos quote of, you know, you should always be leaning into the future. Buying Fox didn't really seem to be leaning into the future. Uh, if anything, it seemed to be doubling down on the past. You know, we, we kind of have this analogy of media companies keep huddling together like the March of the Penguins opening scene because winter's coming and it's getting really cold. And that's what it sort of felt like. And so I, I think they really want this transaction. But on the other hand, would they literally, quote-unquote, overpay for it just to keep it away from Comcast? 
when it doesn't seem as important as other deals they could do? I, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a big argument to be made of if Comcast wants to do a huge price for this, let Comcast have it and Disney can go off and find something else. I, that may not be the way Iger thinks, but I actually think there's, a, there's, a, there's an interesting storyline there. How long does this take to play out? I think you'll get a good sense over the next couple of months. Yeah, this is fascinating. Uh, I know you've got this another. Going to make conf- for a very exciting summer in media. You've got another conference call to follow. I encourage everybody to go follow at Rich BTIG. I got to ask you this on your way out. It's the big debate yeah. today. Which is more important to the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, peanut butter or jelly? Man, I love peanut butter. It's the wrong answer for me. It's the right answer for the majority. Rich Greenfield, have a good day, my man. Thank you for waking up with us early. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.